From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or email us at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about how important it is to be able to say, I'm sorry in your marriage. Absolutely. And there's a quote attributed to Anonymous that says, I'm sorry is a statement. I won't do it again is a promise. How do I make it up to you is a responsibility. Mm. And having all of that present in a marriage, I'm going to tell you guys, that's that's a game changer. We're going to be digging deep into that on today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug and I love sharing the hugs with you guys because it's such a, I think it's just such a testament to victory Yep. and and overcoming challenges in marriage. Every time you hear someone else's story, you can hold on to that and go, we can do that too. That's right. Absolutely. And this hug came from a Facebook message we received that said, I just wanted to send a huge thank you. My husband and I did the five day intimacy challenge. After listening to the last two podcasts, Why Foreplay Matters, and It's Hard to Talk About Sex, my husband and I were able to have the most amazing conversation about our sexual intimacy. I'm his first sexual partner, so I've been hesitant to talk about it because I didn't want to damage his confidence. Mm -hmm. We were able to have a conversation about foreplay and how we can both end up more satisfied in our marriage bed. Mm. I never would have had the courage to bring this up if it wasn't for the challenge in the podcast. I'm so excited to be able to mend this pillar. We've even committed to a 30-day sex challenge. Thank you. Yeah, right on. I love it when that sexual intimacy pillar gets strengthened and you go right all in from the five-day intimacy challenge into a 30-day sex challenge. Let's go. So amazing. And you know, I mean, you hear what she talks about with not wanting to to hurt his confidence. And, and you know that as difficult conversations happen, just like whether you're talking about sexual intimacy or another area of your marriage, chances are good that this word, I'm sorry, is going to going to have a role in that. It's going to be part of that conversation in some way, shape or form. And, you know, over the last few weeks, it's been interesting because there's been multiple conversations about these two little words. I'm sorry. And, you know, it's, they're super simple, right? I mean, we start teaching them to kids, you know, pretty much as soon as they can talk, right? If they hit someone, you need to say, I'm sorry. If you take a toy, say, I'm sorry. And yet what's interesting, especially as I find it in marriage coaching is that these words often aren't being said. Mm -hmm. There's, there's this resistance to saying them. And, and I think, I think it's, as I've talked to more and more people, uh, there's this awareness that apologizing brings a really unique dynamic to a marriage. Right, because this is your most intimate relationship. This is the person that theoretically knows you better than everyone. They know how to push every button. They know where every button is. They know everything about you. And when you are in this space where an apology is warranted, when you have to acknowledge that there's that something hurtful has occurred, mm-hmm. it, it's it, when you're the one that has to give the "I'm sorry." You actually have to acknowledge that that you had a role in causing pain to this person that you stood up in front of God, friends and family and said, I love you with my whole heart and I'm going to do everything to make you happy. And here's a situation where that might not have happened. Mm -hmm. And it's even getting to that, that last line in the quote that says, how do I make it up to you of, you know, being in this place that I want to have a different outcome in the future, which means that I'm going to have to, you know, really 
address my own behavior. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think I think sometimes that's why apologies don't happen because it means we got to address ourselves and what that looks like. And and you have to do all of this with you know this I'm sorry, and you have to make it be sincere because we've all seen you know the five year old who you know takes the toy from you know his best buddy, and mom's like, no, you need to give it back, and you need to apologize. And he walks up and he's like, yeah, so I'm sorry. And truth be told, sometimes the apologies in marriage sound just like that five-year-old that's being made to mm-hmm. instead of a situation where you want to and you really want to repair and restore the marriage, right? Because it's hard to admit that you've caused your spouse pain. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I don't think any of us go into marriage wanting to cause pain to our spouse. No, nobody signs up and says, you know, in the wedding vows, like we go to a lot of weddings and I have yet to to be sitting there in the audience and hearing somebody that goes, so I promise to make you miserable and do things that are going to hurt you for the next, you know, 50 years of our life. Mm-hmm. It hasn't shown up. And, and there's a reason for it. We don't purposely go out and cause other people pain. Right. Right. That's not what we sign up for. And, you know, yet we find ourselves in these situations where hurts happen. Mm-hmm. Tony and I have both hurt each other over the years. You are not listening to a couple that has never had to address this, right? And yet there are lots of situations where it either doesn't get said or it doesn't feel uh, feel authentic. And that leads to this crazy disconnect, right? We just think we're like glossing it over, we're like whatever. But you get into this place of disconnect because when the I'm sorry is absent, it actually can impact every single one of the six pillars of intimacy. Yeah, it does. It really does. And you know, over the years, I think about ourselves and, and how many times we've had to say, I'm sorry to one another. All mm-hmm. right. And even for the, even for little things, I, I, I want to make sure that when we're talking about the importance of saying, I'm sorry, this isn't for the big breaches of broken trust or maybe infidelity or, you know, por- pornography used or, you know, an emotional affair. No, it could be for the little things too, mm-hmm. the outbursts, the the turning away, you know, the the slight rejection that may that may happen. I'm sorry is a word that we both can say to one another in any of those instances, and are needed in each one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even just hearing you say that, and, and just thinking about those words and, and the different intimacies. I mean, if I'm sorry is absent from your marriage, I mean, emotionally, you know, when it comes to your emotional intimacy, you're going to see those walls go up. Sure. Right. Because you're just, it's going to become a protection. If I, if I don't know that you're going to say, I'm sorry to me, I'm just going to protect myself. So we're going to keep things and conversations on the surface, Yeah. right? The emotional intimacy will get really shallow physically. If I'm sorry is absent, you may find that you stop hugging one another. You stop holding hands. There's that, just that non-sexual touch stops happening. The non-physical or the touch. non-physical. Yes. Well, it's physical intimacy, the non-sexual touch. Got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the non-sexual, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, financially, you could start to put up walls and stop talking about your money. Mm-hmm. Because if there was, a, the, there was a situation where there wasn't an apology about money or a situation, you're like, you know what, I'm just not going to go there. We won't talk about it. Spiritually, you'll find that you can't pray for one another or pray together or maybe even go to church together. Recreationally, you stop, trust me, if there are, there are situations where there needs to be an I'm sorry and it's not happening, you won't date each other. You won't spend time together. Mm-hmm. You'll just live two parallel lives. 
and sexually you'll get to a place, you know, if there's, if there's hurts that have been allowed to build up and you haven't apologized for them, you'll get to a place where you either aren't having sex or it's more transactional mm-hmm. and, and just devoid of connection. Right. It's a more of a, let's just get it done. Yeah. And we've guys, we've had situation situations in our own marriage. Like Tony was saying, you know, like the little things more often marriages come to a crossroads because it's, you know, I was telling somebody about this in a coaching call the other day. It, it's like death of a thousand paper cuts, right? It's all the little things mm-hmm. that build. I mean, we had a situation this week where I was sharing something with Tony and yeah, I'm just like, okay, well, here's what I'm doing. Da, da, da. And he, he was, I, I don't even know what your state was. <laughs> my state was <laughs> but all of a sudden he's uh, like rah, 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 you know, I was, and, and I was upset I was upset um I was in protection mode of my wife I felt like you were doing too much uh-huh. and when I get into that place I get into a very protection mode of my wife and her time and what she's doing and that can come out in a very anger uh, an angry tone or a bitterness mm-hmm. type of uh approach like i'm just bitter that you're doing this and and so that was the the reaction was you know me just jumping down her neck in all honesty and and she had no idea it was coming and then i had to sit there and go wait a minute what just happened and i will tell you that in the moment it wasn't just like a you know she at, at the end of it she was like i don't get where you're coming from and it wasn't in the moment where I was just like, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. No, I had to, I had to sit in that and I had to process what happened mm-hmm. to allow myself to go, where, where did the breakdown happen? Why did that conflict all of a sudden rear its head in our marriage? Right, and we'll, we'll pick up the story a little bit later in the show. But you know, a lot of times the I'm sorry or the lack thereof comes from stubbornness. Oh, and Elisa had a lot of that in the earlier years oh. of our marriage. I would say in our earlier years of marriage, it, it was a flip-flop. I totally. Think I, I, was, I was like, no, I'm just not having this conversation with you. Right. And so a little bit in our marriage, it's, it's turned around. There is stubbornness on, on both of our sides at times. Mm-hmm. We, will, we, will, we will dig in our heels in certain areas that we believe are the way that we should be going. And so that has been that has impacted us over the years. Pride absolutely, is another piece like, well, I can't turn, I can't apologizing for this. I'm not changing my, my stance on that. So pride gets, you you know, in the way, Mm -hmm. not willing to compromise, you know, don't want to give in because then it's like, Oh, I allowed her to, to walk all over me Mm -hmm. instead of looking at, Hey, wait a minute. We're in this marriage together. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately you and I are not alone because 77% of those polled um, on Instagram said that they have refused to say, I'm sorry, Mm. or I was wrong because of pride. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, it's one reason. And we, we get into these places in our marriage and I've seen it because I, you know, when I coach, I coach couples all the way from, you know, newlyweds to those that have been married, you know, 40 plus years. So I see kind of the evolution of marriage and, and looking at that and, and, you know, getting into this place of saying, hold on, what, what is really beyond the pride? What's really going on here? Because I have actually coached, I've sat across on Zoom with men and women who have said, I, I, didn't, I never was taught how to apologize. Mm-hmm. 
right? Their parents skipped over that lesson when they were little and they never had to apologize. And so being in this marriage relationship, there, for some, there actually isn't an awareness that, that and I'm sorry, is even necessary, right? Because your filter says, I, I, I don't even pick up on this. Like, like there's a broken radar or a broken antenna and that can be fixed. But it, it's looking at this. Some people say that, you know, the reason they don't apologize is that you feel like whatever the person is upset about is being blown way out of proportion. For you, it's a little thing and you're like, it's no big deal, right? We should just be able to like forgive and forget and move on. And the other person has been wounded. Mm-hmm. And in marriage, wounds wounds left untended will turn into infections. They will fester mm-hmm. and they will spread bitterness and resentment. And there are a lot of people that don't apologize and this is a really big one. And I will tell you, this is probably something that I, you know, when I look back over why I didn't apologize, um, it's a sign of weakness, right? It's like what Tony was saying a couple minutes ago. If I apologize, like, am I giving into you? Am I, am I just, you know, pacifying you? And so just to like smooth it over, is that going to make me weaker in this relationship if I'm the one that says I'm sorry? And I remember years ago. So I'm a child of the seventies. I remember years ago, my mom would have these like little cartoons. They always said love is. Mm -hmm. And in the movie love story, which is a 1970 movie. um, If you haven't watched it, it's just this epic love story, which I still makes me cheer up to this day. But there's a line in there when the gal says to the guy, love means never having to say, I'm sorry. And, and I remember thinking, Oh my gosh, you know, as a kid, that's so romantic. But I realized the more Tony and I study marriages, that can be one of the most detrimental mindsets. Mm. Love actually means you learn how to say I'm sorry in a way that your spouse can hear it. Love means saying I'm not, you know, this I'm sorry, I'm not going to let the hurts become an infection in our marriage. I'm not going to let those things happen. It, it's saying that I'm not going to live in a place of resentment or lack of sex, or feeling like I have to walk on eggshells, or, or dealing with the cold shoulder and the silent treatment, or you know, it being in a place where it's just this growing distance and then disconnect and ultimately divorce. That love means, love is never having to say I'm sorry. That's a fallacy, and we actually have to come against that and talk about what it looks like to make I'm sorry part of your marriage toolbox after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back and we're talking about bringing I'm sorry into your marriage toolbox. And before you can ever utter those words, you actually have to know what your relationship is with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. How do you feel about saying them? How do you feel about receiving it? You know, what's been your relationship with that phrase? I'm sorry. Because some of you don't use it or don't say it because you're like, yeah, anybody that's ever said that to me, they haven't really meant it. And so, you know, it, 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 it's useless. Don't over, don't just go right through this. Mm-hmm. Understand that there there's a process that needs to happen. I listen to podcasts all the time. And I will tell you, there are times when I'm listening that I'm just listening. It's background noise. Yeah, I'm catching words and, and, and 
phrases and, and the, the conversation. And then there are times when I'm listening to something and it makes me stop. Mm. And I want you to stop on that. What's been your own relationship with I'm sorry? Because it could unlock you this week mm-hmm. into something extraordinary in your own marriage. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't just run past that. It, it, can be, it, it can be a place because you may have had those words said to you and it didn't mean anything. Or maybe you've said it to folks and they didn't, they didn't receive it. Mm-hmm. And, and so because of that, you've shut down. You've said, you know what? I don't want to say I'm sorry anymore. Because if I do, nobody even listens to me. Mm. This week, you got to dig into this and truly understand what these words mean to you so you can have breakthrough in your life. Remember, our hashtag this year is what can I do? And maybe this is a week where you start to go, what can I do when it comes to those words? And how do I, what does it mean when I say them? And what is, what's happening when I receive them? Mm. How do they make me feel? Mm-hmm. Because I'll, I'll tell you, it's easy to just hear those words and just walk away. Yeah, great. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Even when you say it, you know, that doesn't make me feel anything. I just said it because I had to say it. Maybe you need to get some empathy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you need to, maybe you need to dive in and, and, and put yourself in the person's shoes, shoes that you're saying it to. That's what empathy is about. It's about being in that person's shoes when you when you're when you're discussing this and sharing these words with them. Mm-hmm. You know, what is your expectation when you say them to your spouse? What do you expect them to do? You know, Lisa and I were just talking about what happened this past week in our own marriage. And I shared that I didn't just say I'm sorry right there in the moment. I had a process. There are times when I will say I'm sorry. Like, hey, you know, honestly, I just I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't recognize it. I didn't I didn't know in this moment I really wasn't sorry in that moment. I wasn't because I felt like I was protecting Elisa. Mm-hmm. And I feel as her husband and having been married for 24 years, there are things that I'm going to stand to and I and one of those things is I'm going to protect my wife. And yet it just took me a little while to process. Mm-hmm. And what are those expectations when I say it to her? You know? What does it, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And I did, I came around the next day Mm -hmm. having processed and, and, and I'll even share, it wasn't a face to face. It was, it was, I picked up the phone, I was driving and, and in that moment I knew, I was like, you know what, this is it. Like, I'm going to just pick up the phone. I'm going to talk to her. We we had a little chit chat. I just, as we were chit chatting, I said, Hey babe, I want to tell you that I'm sorry for what was said last night. And that was it. I don't, I don't recall us going much deeper into that. Just, mm-hmm. it was like an acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I think I said something like, you know, don't, don't worry about it. And, and you actually paused um, to make sure I wasn't dismissing or, or minimizing or, you know, just kind of being surfacey with it. And you yeah. said, no, no, I'm really sorry about what happened. And, and that repetition was just enough to catch my attention. I think that it wasn't just a, transactional, I'm sorry for you, that it was, no, I've thought about this mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let you just kind of blow it off or, or be like, Hey babe, it's okay. But to really go into it because you know, so when you have, when you say those words, right, there are expectations. Some of you expect that it's going to open a door to more discussion. Mm-hmm. Some of you expect that you're just in the forgive and forget like, good. I've said it. We're done. We're never going to bring this up again. And it's important to know what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. 
Because if you're delivering an I'm sorry and you've got expectations, it's always a good idea to verbalize your expectations to your spouse. Because if they want more discussion and you're forgive and forget, there's going to be tension and it's going to feel like that word, that phrase, isn't doing anything. I will have to say, over the years, I'm sorry didn't land on me. I'm sorry from Elisa was an I'm sorry, but I could still hold this over you. And over the years, I've realized that us having more discussion opened up, us diving into our emotional intimacy, clearing it completely, Mm -hmm. understanding where we stand, and then getting to this place of, you know what? I accept that. Sorry. Forgiveness is given, Mm -hmm. and we're moving on. I have found that for us and for myself, it brings me in such a a place of joy Mm -hmm. and not living in the past or trying to point things out that we're already, we've already discussed and we're said, sorry, and trying to, you know, pull them out from the grave again. Mm -hmm. It's this place of, Hey, I'm sorry. Is more discussion needed? Yes. No. Okay. If it's, if it's a yes, then let's discuss Mm -hmm. some more. And still at the end of that, forgiveness is given, move on. If it's a no, forgiveness is given, move on. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's really important to know what you need and what your spouse needs, you know, when it comes to an apology. Because sometimes it is an I'm sorry, right? They, they need the words I'm sorry because it just demonstrates that you you regret what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry this happened. I'm sorry I did this. You know, sometimes you need to admit that what you did was wrong and take responsibility for your actions. I can't tell you how many times I've sat across from clients, coaching clients, and have heard, I just want to know that they understand that it was wrong and I want to hear them take responsibility for whatever choice they made. And with that, a wrong that was happened in the past mm-hmm. and there was an apology It doesn't mean that you never have to, you can go back now and say, I'm sorry for that. Mm -hmm. Close the door on that. Get like, close it. It, Say it. The the pride, the stubbornness could be what's holding you back from the extraordinary Mm -hmm. right now. Because you think, oh, time has passed. I don't want to bring it up. You know, your spouse is still dwelling in it. You're still dwelling in it. You need to have the breakthrough. Go into prayer, pray about it. And then approach mm-hmm. because you need to close that door. It's, it's a door that may only be open just a slight bit. And yet it's causing those cracks in your pillars. Mm. You know, some of you, some of you need to ask, what can I do to make it right? What's the rest of you? How do we fix this? Mm-hmm. Right? Because not for some marriages, it's not enough just to say, I'm sorry. You know, I, I get it. I did something wrong, but for some, you'll need to take that step to say, what, what's going to make this right? Mm-hmm. And then whatever that is, whatever the two of you agree on, you got to do it, right? It's not enough to just ask that question and let it drop. You actually have to ask that question with the intent to carry it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, you know, for, it's the reason why I said a lot of times, um, you know, I'm sorry is difficult is because if you're going to actually take responsibility for changing your actions, that's on you. Yeah, what are you going to do differently so that your spouse doesn't hurt again in this particular way? And, okay. and I just want to say, though, we are humans. Right. That's where I was going to go. Good. Because you may stumble again as a couple, as an individual. Things will happen. Mm-hmm. 
uh, know that. And again, we, we can come to one another and say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, if it becomes this perpetual, then we need to break the cycle. Correct. What's, what's going on? So we need to break the cycle so it doesn't happen again and again and again. Mm-hmm. It could be with addiction. It could be with drugs, alcohol, pornography, you know, chatting with other folks, it, whatever that may be, there needs to be an interruption. Mm. So get the help mm-hmm. because there are times when we, we need others to speak into us and we need to be in community who can hold us accountable so that way we can, we can be the person that we want to be for ourselves and for our marriage. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite books, Bondage Breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love it. I think it's it's an amazing book. So if you're in this cycle and and you feel that you're in bondage to whatever that may be and you said, I'm sorry, and then you, you relapse in and, oh, I'm sorry, and you relapse, grab Bondage Breaker. It's in our um, our favorite reads on our Amazon shop. Okay, so you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, being able to do that, you know, cause there's another book that I actually was just going to bring up, um, called when sorry isn't enough. That is also in the Amazon shop. Um, so people can take a look at it there, but you know, it's, it's going through this and it's understanding because not every hurt is the same, right? Right. Not every, you know, conflict is the same. You know, you could be, you could have a discussion about, you know, time and, and, and what that looks like. And, and one day it turns into an argument where you need to apologize. And another day you're just like, Oh, okay, no big deal. And you're like, what's going on here? Your spouse was in a different space. Mm-hmm. And having the conversations when the two of you aren't in conflict, when you don't need to say these words, I'm sorry, and to go, hey, this week, listen to the podcast. Heard Tony and Lisa talking about this phrase, I'm sorry. Can we have a conversation about this? Can we learn what this looks like in our marriage? Can I better understand who you are as my spouse so that when something happens in our marriage, we're equipped and we're not, you know, walking around blindfolded trying to figure out how to fix it. And if you are in a place this week where things aren't going well and you know, and I'm sorry is needed, you know, you need to have this conversation for you this week. It might be, Hey, can we listen to this show together? Because there's something I need to apologize for. Yeah. Take the step, take a bold step this week. Mm -hmm. Well, we're, we're coming beside you and we're coming in agreement and we're declaring that this week that you are going to step out in faith to say, I'm sorry for some hurt, some wrong that has been holding you back. Think about it. Think about what that may be and say it, discuss it, get freedom from it. Mm. So that way, each of the pillars of intimacy are strengthened in your marriage. Go out there, do it this week. We are pressing in for you. We can't wait to hear your hugs and the breakthroughs that are going to come when you open your mouth and you say, I'm sorry. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week, and we can't wait to catch you next week. Love you guys.